0: The Coolest Podcast Ever Returns. ho show it's showtime! Life is hard, and life ain't fair, and it's a big scary world out there. Sometimes the earth shakes, and more often than not, there's a whole lot of heartbreak. Despite this, keep your eyes in the stars, even though, sometimes, there may be some teardrops on my guitar. Let me take you away from it all, just for a moment, and focus on the things worth living for. Let's nerd out. It's showtime. It's the Kenny Ho Show, Season 2. The show is back. Can you feel it? Can you feel the excitement? Can you feel the electricity? And if you're real quiet, you can hear it. Do you hear it? That's the sound of a thousand girls throwing their undergarments at their screens. Why would you take it away from me? New material, finally! I've kept my eye out on the library. People are listening still, but let's put it this way. I'm still last in ratings, but number one in your heart. Yes! I found something really peculiar keeping my eye out on the library. And that was somebody really liked... EP3. Somebody listened to that thing 10 times in one day. I was like, what the hell is so special about episode 3? To recap it, Tiffany Alvord, yes, very special. Arrow, yes, that's a special show, but to be fair, I do review it every episode. And then Miley Cyrus, who of course is not special. So I'm like, what's going on here? And then it hit me. There's one thing that's different about EP3 than all of the other episodes. That's the one I call up Super Fan Megan. Oh, super fan Megan. Sweet kid. And if you were wondering what ever happened to the review that she promised me, well, funny story. In a teardrops on my guitar kind of way. Now, she came into the studio as promised. And I was like, hey, you must be Megan. She's like, hey, you're the guy from the dry cleaner, right? No. Oh, my bad. You deliver Chinese, right? No. Railroad repair. Hair guy? Oh, WTF, what was that? Railroad? My people are still not over that. It turns out she thought she was listening to the Kenny Hotz show. Hotz? Hotz? Whatever, the dude from Kenny vs. Spenny? She thought she was listening to him the whole time. And then I cried for the next 15 years. 14 and a half more to go. Sad face. But anyway, let's move on to happier things. Did you like the theme song? I think it's the bee's knees myself. So I'm going to say thank you and give a special shout out to the doc, Brian Ellerby, for remixing the theme song. We had a fun, drunken studio day. And man, I'm really pleased with the results. It's so damn metal. So thank you, doc. What up? All right, a lot has happened in the nerdum since we last spoke. So let's get to it. The first episode of Season 2, Episode 17, will cover Arrow Season 2 has come to an end. And holy crap, that was good. Yes! They ganked blood, that douche nozzle. Yes! Okay, I know he redeemed himself by, you know, getting the cure and handing it over to the good guys, but still, that smug-looking mofo got what he deserved. And what made it better was Summer Glau, a.k.a. River Tam, ganked his ass in cold blood with two swords. Mm, damn it, yes! Nerd out! Malcolm Merlin is back. I'm not really excited about him being back, because that guy is more friggin' smug than blood. And how is he back? Well, I guess he's back via the Lazarus Pit, cause he was trained by Ra's al Ghul after all. I think the only positive of having him back is he will probably train Thea to become speedy, Oliver's other sidekick. Season two wrapped up in a big bad way. Argo wants to level Starling, Deadshot returns, the Princess of Lesbanon, Nyssa al Ghul and the League of Shadows are back. The big moment of the finale, of course, was Oliver telling Felicity that she was the woman that he loved. That they took the wrong woman. I both cheered and reached for my bat at the same time. Turns out it was a ruse to get Baby G close enough to inject Slade with the cure. Some bitch broke her heart. Now, if he weren't a trained killer, I'd break his neck. You break her heart, I'll break your neck. Except for you, Oliver. can't really do that now, can I? Come to me, Felicity. I'd never pull such a stunt. I could braid your hair and we could hold hands and... Oh, I'm so sad. This will never happen. The epic final battle was, well, epic. It's the best fight I have seen on TV ever. Like the Doomsday vs. Clark battle on Smallville was a disastrous letdown. And is actually a punchline for me now. Like if a buddy of mine goes and tries to pick up a girl and he fails epically, well, he would've Doomsday versus Clark that. And the big Lucifer versus Michael arc came to a dismal end on Supernatural. This, on the other hand, was satisfying. Flashing back and forth from present to past, two big duels for the price of one. I thought it was really cool the way Ollie had an arrow in one hand and the cure in the other hand, in the past of course. It represented his two choices. And then Slade ran his mouth... Threatening Oliver's family, forcing Ollie's hand to choose to gank his ass instead of saving him. Now, of course, it's a television show, but in real life, the move is first cure him, then gank him. What a great season. Now, I'm not sure where exactly they're going to go with this thing next year. Probably more Argus. The flashbacks are moving in that direction, so I'm assuming that the present will be as well. Doesn't matter. These guys know what they're doing. I can't wait for the start of season three. (sighs) But I am going to miss Felicity over the summer. Whatever will I do without her? The answer? Watch Godzilla a bunch of times. Because the best part of Godzilla, well, next to Godzilla himself, of course, is a hot wife of kick-ass. Elizabeth Olsen, the non-twin Olsen sister. Wow. Mm -mm. Now, here we go. A picture is worth a thousand words. And since I can't describe... In words, what the Scarlet Witch is to me. Go visit The Kenny Ho Show Facebook page and I'm going to post a picture that says it all. Oh, speaking of Godzilla, did you watch the movie? Pretty solid, right? Now, I could have used a bit more monster battle, but overall, I enjoyed it. And while I'm name-dropping stuff, go check out my review of the movie at thekennyhoshow.tumblr.com Now, insert... Awesome segue from one Scarlet Witch to the next. I'm sure there's a way to correlate Quicksilver in there somewhere. I'm moving on to X-Men Days of Future Past. I'm so glad this movie and First Class exist. Could you imagine X-Men The Last Stand being it? After that abomination that the producers decide, You know what? Let's, uh, Let's call it a day. Let's not make any more of these. Let's just go do a bunch of solo movies because this movie redeems everything. Okay, I guess, I guess in a way, it's great to have a shitty X-Men film that messed everything up, because that way, when this movie fixes everything, it feels great. Oh crap, spoilers ahead, be warned. For example, when Jean Grey is alive and walking and to see how happy it made Wolverine, that's what it's about, man. Cyclops? Also alive and well? Yes! The best part of the whole movie for me was Quicksilver in super speed mode. To me, that's Smallville with a movie budget. That was so much fun. They had so much, you could tell those guys had so much fun doing it. And it comes across for us as the audience. You know, I thought Days of Future Past got a lot right. You know, Quicksilver for one. There's some really strong character stuff. I guess mostly with Xavier and Raven. Xavier fell apart. That's Professor X. And on screen, when you see Professor X shooting up like a junkie, it's tough to see. And it's hard to imagine. It was actually great to see him, you know, afraid and lost. But then battle to find his way. That's what movies are about. They're supposed to inspire us to be better. And I thought it did just that. Now the flaw with this movie is it killed off a lot of the characters from first class. They kept very few characters from the first one around, having most of them killed off by the... The small person? From Game of Thrones, is that PC? The vertically challenged dude? The the guy who is the opposite of tall? The little bastard who I wouldn't see knocking on my door? I should stop while I'm ahead? Okie dokie. Overall, good movie. It was good to see the old cast members back. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is always a treat. No homo, but this guy's a stud. He's so jacked it makes me want to lift weights. I repeat, I said no homo. Openly fluent and lesbanese, Ellen Page plays a huge part in this movie. Now, I haven't watched the old X-Men movies in a while. Because that third one really ruins everything for me. But the whole damn time, I thought she was rogue. I was like... What if Rogue gained the powers to send people back through time? Turns out she was Kitty Pride. I have no idea what Kitty Pride does. But from what I've read, she also doesn't have this power. But I'll ignore it. When you get rid of The Last Stand, you basically overwrite that movie. I'll let you get away with stuff like this. Solid, solid X Men movie. Looking forward to more. Apocalypse and his Four Horsemen bring it on. Yes, sir, indeed, I am down. The Flash on CW is going to series, and there's a trailer. And holy crap, that works for me. They've got the speed down. They've got the suit right. And though I'm not sure that they have the perfect flash, I think this baby bastard looks like he'll do just fine. Now, it's going to be difficult to do the show well because it's metahuman super-powered base and unless CW's willing to pony up cash or make this thing 13 episodes long, it can look cheesy. But I think DC has enough riding on this sucker that they're not gonna let that happen. Oh man, there's gonna be so many comic book shows this fall, I can't wait. And it really is the Flash that I'm really looking forward to. And hopefully the Ferris Airfield Easter Egg is a sign that the Green Lantern is on the docket. I'm sure WB and DC would love to get the taste of that awful Ryan Reynolds movie out of their mouths with an amazing CW show, but I'm assuming it'd be cost prohibitive to do it. Anyway, one can hope. Hey, hey, the Gotham trailer has dropped. And to my surprise, it looks pretty badass. A trailer's job is to sell the movie or the show. This trailer did its job. Like on paper, it sounds frigging ludicrous. But just from the trailer and what they put together, it looks like it could be a very good show full of familiar names in unfamiliar places. The premise allows for it to be good. A gritty cop show that's tied into Batman. Now as long as the writers do their jobs and do it well, I'm on board. Now the problem will be, unless Jim Gordon steals a show in a big bad way where you forget that we're all here to see Batman. This show needs to grow this kid up faster than what the showrunners are saying. It's very hard for me to see myself watching this show and being very interested for 10 years. I could be wrong. Who knows? Ben McKenzie there, he could be so amazeballs and do such an amazing job and the writing could be so damn compelling that I don't care that Batman's not going to ever show up. But that's always going to be the underlying problem. But for now, I'll give it a shot. Constantine. Is one of those shows I was talking about, one of those comic book shows that will be happening, and it'll be happening on NBC. What did you make of the trailer? Didn't see it? I'll give it a quick YouTube. And you'll probably find the Keanu Reeves one on there too. And if you've already seen the Keanu Reeves movie, did Keanu Reeves ruin the character for you? Personally, I had no problem with it, but I know a lot of people didn't like that movie. And from the looks of this trailer, I'm sure I'll like the show too. It's supernatural, it has angels, it's DC Vertigo, what's not to like. Did you hear? Thanos, the Dark Side Knockoff, the ultimate boss in the Marvel universe, has been cast. Batman Reject, Jonah Hex, Young Two Face, and I think it was Men in Black 3, I think. Josh Brolin is Thanos. He's gonna pop up in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now I think this is a really smart move, so long as they advertise this thing right. Because I'm not sure the Guardians of the Galaxy was going to perform like other Marvel movies. It's a space movie. It's a sci-fi movie. Which is not everybody's cup of tea. But then you throw in the fact that it's a comedy. Featuring some C or... D-list, probably even lesser known than that. Characters, it was always going to be a bit of a tough sell, even with the Marvel Studios logo plastered all over it. Now you stick in a huge player that's going to be part of the Avengers franchise into this movie and make it integral to the Avengers, now everyone who was on the fence will show up. And good for you, Mr. Brolin. You're not right for Batman either, but at least you're better than Batfleck. Ah, <laughs> hashtag hate him. Speaking of which, The first picture of Ben Affleck and the Batmobile have been released. Now, I like the Batmobile. It's a throwback to the Michael Keaton one. Too bad they didn't bring back Michael Keaton for the movie. Listen, I know I've been harping on this movie ever since they casted Batfleck. Now, let me take a step back from the I'm-not-watching-this-movie stance. You know what, I'll bite. I watched this movie because it's now become a prelude to my dream of a Justice League movie. They have named this movie, Batman vs Superman, the Dawn of Justice. That's a freaking gangster name if there ever was one. Oh man, I can imagine the end scene. Like Darkseid showing up, there was Boom Tube, and then the entire league from around the globe starts showing up, racing towards him, to set up the next film. And hopefully Batfleck will be driving that cool Batmobile and we don't see his mug. And it doesn't ruin this scene for me. One can only hope. Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. What is this, 1994? Oh no, this ain't the 90s. There's a new trailer, a new badass trailer of Scorpion duking it out with Sub-Zero to promote the new Mortal Kombat game. I think it's called Mortal Kombat X. And if the gameplay is like this trailer, sign me up. It's gritty. There's weight to these guys. They move realistically. They fight realistically. I mean, minus the fireballs and ice freezing thing and ice beams. It just, it's not arcadey. It doesn't look arcadey to me and I like it. Sub-Zero showed his powers off first. And the whole time I was holding my breath and waiting for that iconic come here line from Scorpion. And it was satisfying when it came in that Finish him moment. Sign me up. Miley, Miley. I feel bad for Miley. Someone broke into her house and jacked her Maserati. Now, I'm assuming she wasn't home at the time, but if she were and it were me stealing the car, I would change the plan and sit that bitch down for a talk. Talk some goddamn sense into her. Now, I'm not talking intervention, nor will I have a Bible in my hand and try to introduce her to JC or anything like that. I mean, she's from the Southern states. So I'm sure Billy Ray has already introduced her. No, I don't give a rat's ass what she does in her personal life. I just want to tell her to stop screwing around and sing some actual songs. I want to remind her that before she cut her hair and wore whore wear, she was an attractive young woman with buttloads of talent. Now when I think of Miley, I think butt in the face. I'd say, Miley, you used to be Hannah Montana. I love that show. You Bitch, you screwed me over. Six seasons and a movie. Actually, there was a movie. But I'm pretty sure there wasn't six seasons. Get your shit together and go back to the mouse and beg for your old job back. Go record the reformed Hannah Montana movie and do it with a smile. And when I was done, then I would punch her in the face and then drive off with that Maserati. What up? Now that Arrow is over for the summer, whatever will we talk about? Maybe I'll get around to finishing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I hear it picks up. Oh, wait, I know. If you have Netflix, binge The 100. Let's talk about The 100. Oh, even better, Orphan Black. OMG, that show is freaking G, yo. No? Yeah, I shouldn't talk like that. It's not really for me. But anyway, Orphan Black, honestly, I could sit there and binge a season at a time. It's so damn good. So catch up on those shows. All right, you got two weeks to catch up because next week I've got something planned for the episode. I won't be reviewing those two shows. You got a bit of time to catch up. Honestly, you got a day you're going to watch both seasons of Orphan Black. All right, cool. It's good to be back. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to Nerd Talk. Dork Talk. Real Talk. The Kenny Ho Show. Yes! Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles!